This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And damn it, we got a busy, busy night. There's multiple things going on. First of all, congratulations to Coco Golf advancing to the U.S. Open Finals. I'm talking, that happened seconds ago. We're going to talk about Coco Golf getting the job done out in Queens, New York. Hey, this happened about 90 minutes ago. Joe Burrow is now the highest paid NFL player ever. Joe Burrow gets his contract and he is reeling in the big bucks. It's the start of the NFL season. The Kansas City Chiefs get things going tonight against the Detroit Lions. 14 to 7 in the third quarter. We currently uh, stand as Kansas City leads Detroit. Oh, there's no there's, there's no Kelsey out there, by the way. Kelsey did not play due to that bone bruise in his knee. And so Patrick Mahomes is out there throwing the rock to a bunch of dudes that you have probably never heard of in your life. This is the start to a busy night. It's been a busy day. I just shared with you three major things that are and have been taking place over the last hour or so. And we're going to continue to keep things rolling. This is when I get started every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Georgia, Atlanta specifically. Thank you to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He is holding it down for us in New York City. In you, there is no show without you. People listening all over the country on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. People tuned in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody listening on a smart speaker. We will obviously keep you up to date with Kansas City and Detroit when that game ends. We'll give you the final score. We'll hear from some of the players. We'll talk about the game on and on and on, so forth. Coco Goff, currently standing off the side of center court uh, now that she is the youngest American to reach a U.S. Open final since 1999. Serena Williams was the last person to do it at 17 years old. Coco Goff, the ripe old age of 19 years old. 
hasn't even fully matured physically or probably even mentally as a tennis player. Let's see if she can walk away uh, with the championship as she is approaching the finals. Later on tonight, she's going to find out who she's going to face as her parents embrace in the crowd out in Queens. And Coco Goff is is signing some tennis balls uh, to launch to the fans out at the U.S. Open Tennis Center in Queens. Naomi Osaka is is in the audience, in the crowd to, to cheer her on. And, and tonight's match didn't go on without a little bit of controversy, just a little bit. This game was interrupted for about 40 minutes because a protester decided to glue his feet to the ground. He's not a fan of fossil fuels. He was joined by a few other protesters. They're sitting in the upper deck, and they decided to scream about stopping fossil fuels, which I think uh, I think at least the United States of America is trying to do. I see a lot of electric cars out on the road, but I guess it's not fast enough for them, and some guy glued himself to the floor. Hey, Shep, have you ever glued yourself to anything? Uh, no. Have you? No, never. Never. No, not yet. We'll see. Anyway, that guy took 40 minutes away, and Coco Golf still won. And so we'll, we'll hear from Coco Golf in a little while. She is certainly on her way, hopefully, to winning it all at the U.S. Open. But we got to start here with this dude. Because I'm watching Thursday night football. Thank God the NFL is back. I'm watching Patrick Mahomes throw the ball around to a bunch of garbage men and, and uh, I don't know, window washers. And he's still winning. That's the Patrick Mahomes way to go, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here we go. Joe Burrow got his deal. We know that Joe Burrow has basically missed the entire offseason after tweaking his calf. In the past few offseasons for Joe Burrow, they, they haven't been all that kind. He had a ruptured appendix last year before he came back and almost went to the Super Bowl. We know in his rookie season... At the beginning, midway, I should say, he tore his ACL and MCL. And this year, just no reason to play in training camp, no reason to play in preseason. He strained his calf. He just showed back to work, showed up back to work to practice last week. Yesterday, on the heels of taking on the Browns, of which he has a 1-4 record as a starter. I think his performance is a little deceiving. But either way, there were so many conversations yesterday about his health. He's fine, he says. There were also so many questions yesterday about his contract. He's not worried about it, he says. And today, he got paid. This is the official numbers. These are the official numbers for Joe Burrow. A five-year extension, $275 million dollars. $219 million guaranteed. He is averaging $55 million a year. He is big time. Yesterday, you might recall, Joe Burrow asked about his contract status, its situation, and this is what he said. Yeah, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be my whole career. Um, We're working towards making that happen. Uh, you know, you've seen what what the front office has done and what Zach has done in their time here. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a small part of that. And, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that. And we have great people in the locker room that grind every day that, you know, 
are excited to go and showcase their talents and excited to do it in the city of Cincinnati. You know, we have the best fans. And so this is, this is where I want to be. So modest, such a team player. I'm a small part of this. No, bro. You're not a small part of anything. If you were a small part of the team, why the hell are you getting so much money? If you were a small part of the team, why did they only win two games and then even have the opportunity to draft you? As the Detroit Lions basically get ready to tie the game off of an interception. Keep you up to date. The Lions pull close. 14 to 13 on what appeared to be a tipped pass. That should not count as an interception, JR. The NFL's got to do something about that. Well, you go ahead and change the rules. Well, I don't have that kind of clout. Yeah, well, interception. We'll see what happens at the end of the game. Joe Burrow is going to have to wait until Sunday so we can see what he can do. But as I said, he ain't no small part of this team. He's raking in the big bucks. He's making a big money. And he has helped turn this organization around. He helped lead them to 10 straight wins last year. He is leading them to Super Bowls and AFC championship games. He is going out there and beating teams that were already competitive before he even got into the NFL, knocking off Ravens and Bills. This is what Joe Burrow has helped lead them to do. And so now he's being compensated for it. And this has been the offseason of quarterbacks getting paid, the market being reset. Let's think about this. It was only a few seasons ago where Patrick Mahomes was awarded about $45 million a year for the next 10 years. Deshaun Watson is getting 46. Kyler Murray, who is a, might be a massive mistake, I don't even know if the Cardinals really want him, he's getting 46. Aaron Rodgers, giving some money up, but on average, he signed up for 49. Jalen Hurts got paid, 51. Lamar Jackson got paid, finally, 52. Justin Herbert got paid, $52.5 million. Joe Burrow, I'm going to take me a cool 55. I said this last night. I thought that Joe Burrow, I thought we would get this announcement on Sunday before the game. I thought at about 9 a.m. in the morning, 10 a.m., I thought that we would get the message that Joe Burrow got his contract extension. But he got it tonight. And I said this last night as I gave you a new top six list. Cincinnati Bengals fans, they should be thrilled. They're in a new era. We know how everybody down in Louisiana, down in Baton Rouge, feels about Joe Burrow. He's, he's like their new native son. From Ohio, he's their native son. He helped them win a championship. And I think before it's all said and done, I think Joe Burrow is going to go out and he's going to win a ring. He's going to win a championship with the Cincinnati Bengals. And for a franchise that, for the majority of its history, has just been completely in the toilet, their fans deserve it. 
Joe Burrow is is no nonsense. He's a winner. He goes out and plays. Year to year, his passer rating increases and improves. It's going to be fun to see what he can do, just throwing the rock around to Jamar Chase for the next several years. And this is where the Bengals are going to have to figure things out. Joe Burrow eventually no longer being on his rookie deal. We've heard the Browns, or excuse me, Browns are another interesting franchise. They threw all that money at Deshaun Watson. We've seen what the Bengals have already laid out the foundation for. We can't pay everybody. There's going to be some folks that aren't happy. And so are, are, are you keeping everybody? Is, is T. Higgins going to be able to stick around? I know Jamar Chase, he ain't going anywhere. You know, is Boyd going to have to go ahead and, and, and get the boot? Are they fully going to protect Joe Burrow? I think he'll be okay for the near future. So congratulations to Joe Burrow. The Bengals for being a legitimate franchise in the NFL and, and no longer being a laughing stock. And to the fans, the fans of the Bengals who really deserve it. No more paper bags, no more bungles, no more big, orange, ugly, empty seats, no more missing the playoffs, no more being a punchline, no more being a joke. Joe Burrow has added legitimacy to this team, and now he is being compensated for it. 26 years old, a five-year $275 million extension, $219 million guaranteed. The only dude making more guaranteed money than him is the guy he's he's going to be opposing on Sunday. That's Deshaun Watson at 230 and he is making $55 million a season. Yeah, if I was Joe Burrow, I wouldn't sound all that that concerned, worried, or bothered yesterday either take a listen to joe burrow again one more time this is yesterday before this huge contract was announced he must have knew it was coming yeah this is where i want to be this is where i want to be my whole career um we're working towards making that happen uh you know you've seen what what the front office has done and what zach has done in their time here and you know i'm a i'm a small part of that and you know i'm excited to be a part of that and we have great people in the locker room that grind every day that you know are excited to go and showcase their talents and excited to do it in the city of Cincinnati you know we have the best fans and so this is this is where I want to be I'd want to be somewhere too if I was cashing out at 55 million dollars a year not a bad place to be even for Cincinnati it's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio we are just getting started. We're going to get into Coco Golf. There's another NFL player who wants to get paid, except he is a wide receiver. We got news on Chandler Jones, and it's not good news. We have good news when it comes down to Graham from the Saints. So we got uh, maybe good news for the Detroit Lions as they are back in this game 14 14 all. Uh, about eight minutes left here in the third quarter. We're going to give you an update on this opening night for the NFL on the other side of the break. 
Uh, Coco Golf is currently talking to ESPN as she is on her way to a U.S. Open final. We got so much to get into. We're just getting warmed up. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Let's go ahead and take a look at this game right now. Still tied 14 all. The opening game of the NFL season, the Kansas City Chiefs are, are hosting the Detroit Lions. A little more than halfway through the third quarter, the game changed on a pick six that basically went off the hands of uh, a receiver. Patrick Mahomes ain't throw no direct interception, but he's going to have that interception uh, on his ledger. It looked like the Chiefs were in control as they led 14 to 7 at the half, and that one pick six changed things for the Lions. And Uh, The Lions being aggressive is what even has them in this game and has attributed uh, to both of their scores. I mean, their their opening score basically came on the result of a drive that kept going because the Lions decided to fake a punt on fourth down close. They were in their own territory, and then they proceeded to score as Jared Goff connected with Amon Ross St. Brown. And so the Detroit Lions being unconventional and aggressive – Uh, on both special teams and on defense is what is keeping them alive in this game to have it tied up. Let's see if Patrick Mahomes can stay in it. If we know anything about a damn thing, Patrick Mahomes is never, ever out of a game. We'll keep you up to date on this Thursday night football, this NFL uh, kickoff, this 2023 NFL season kickoff as it continues on. Something that just ended literally seconds before I I came on air was a U.S. Open tennis final, or excuse me, Coco Goff is moving to the finals with her victory tonight over Muchova. She beat her two sets, 6-4-7-5. There's another match right now who's going to determine who's going to join her in the final, either Madison Keys or Sabalenka. And Coco Goff advances to her first U.S. Open final. She is only 19 years old. Uh, pretty amazing to watch. She's also pretty amazing to listen to anytime she speaks. And unfortunately, her match was halted for 40 minutes because of, I don't know what you call them. Is it appropriate to call them climate change? They they weren't climate yeah. Protesting fossil fuels isn't a climate change protester, is it? And to some degree, I, w- I would just say environmental protesters. There you go. If they like the environment so much, why are they in Queens? <laughs> like, that's, a, that's, that's one of the worst places to be. Uh, Jared, I got a question for you. Yes. For him to just, dis- I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, like, 
You're going to ask me about the guy who glued himself to yeah, the floor? Yeah, for, for them to disrupt such an epic, historic— I mean, you mentioned it. It had not been since the 20th century for an American man or woman to advance to the finals of the U.S. Open as a teenager. And obviously, yeah. and that was Serena, which, which she won it, I believe. And to disrupt this in the fashion that they did, if Coco would have gone on to lose this match, like, what do you think is the appropriate punishment for doing something like this with the stakes this high? Uh, well, I don't think the guy ends up in prison or jail any, any longer than he already is. Uh, what's also interesting, and we'll try to find and get this, Coco Goff spoke after the match, and she said she actually thought that there would be a, a, a protester, some type of environmentalist who would interrupt the match, but she didn't expect it to happen until the final. Not tonight, but the actual final. And so, unfortunately, in tennis and a few other sports, there have been a few environmentalists and what, what are they called, Chef? Not environmentalists. What are they called? What'd you call them? Environmental protesters. Environmental protesters. You make it sound so nice. Me, I just, I would just call them jackasses. But there have been a few of these people who have popped up, you know, over the past several months. And so not all that shocking or surprising. But when these things happen in, in New York, you expect somebody to get punched in the mouth. They were getting chanted at to get out. They were getting cursed at to sit down it was 40 minutes because there looked to be about three or four protesters the main protester glued himself barefoot to the floor this isn't like the upper deck he's standing up he's glued to the floor and i don't know i guess you can't rip him off uh, because now you got skin on the ground i have no idea but when he finally left the fans cheered and then Coco Goff walked away with her victory. She spoke afterwards to ESPN, and she had to do nothing but thank the crowd after she picked up that W. Thank you guys so much. I mean, some of those points, it was so loud, and, like, I don't know if my ears are going to be okay, but, no, be even louder. Uh, thank you guys so much. This is crazy. Um, I grew up watching this tournament so much, so it means a lot to be in the final. Um, a lot to celebrate, but you know, the job is not done, so hopefully you guys can back me on Saturday. It is pretty, pretty wild. She talks about watching the tournament. I, I just saw a clip, and I just retweeted it on, on, uh, on my Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. Coco Golf in 2012, in 2012, she is in the upper deck at the U.S. Open. And she's, she's obviously a, a kid. She's, what, a, eight years old? Yeah, she's eight years old. And she's dancing at the U.S. Open. Yeah, you can't, you can't see it. You can hear it. But she's, she is dancing. It's, it's amazing to see that, uh, you know, her, her dreams are, are coming true. And hopefully she wins on, 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 on Sunday or Saturday. Chef, the, the final, what's today? Today is Thursday. It's going to be so Saturday, yeah. It'll be on Saturday yes. morning at probably about uh, 9 a.m., give or take. It'll be an All-American final. 
It will. Ho- hopefully between her and Madison Keys, that'd mm. be nice. I-, I hope Coco walks away with the W. But even if she doesn't get it this time, she's, she's going to walk away with a few. And so to, to see her dreams come true, even though she hasn't won anything yet, she continues to progress now in a final. She was asked also by ESPN, what are you going to do now that the match is over? And this is what Coco had to say. Press, treatment, watch some anime, and... No, literally today I watched like four or five episodes of My Hero Academia before I played, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I may watch some of the match, maybe not. Um, I don't know. I haven't even thought that far ahead, to be honest. Shep, what the hell is she going to watch? I think she said uh, M&A. I I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just a sign of the generation we're in, JR. Maybe that's a... No, uh, you don't know anime? No. Anime. It's it's the animation. It's the, the oh. cartoon dudes from Asia. I think. <laughs> I thought it was Edamamis for a second. I'm, no, I, that's those are those are the beans. Uh, right. I I I've never heard I've never heard of anime in my life. Never. Anime? Never. Never. I mean, if you're Coco Goff, you can do what you want. You know, you just, used to be a teacher, man. You never heard of anime? Well, uh, wrestling was was big. Um, big Time Rush was big. Juju on that beat was big. Uh, turn the it kids up. Kids didn't talk about anime. No, no. Um, g- here's anime. Here's one. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Never heard of it. What's the oh, um? Wow. What what's okay. the what's the really popular video? I don't know why I'm blanking on this. It's like a video game. It's it's a game of it's a little violent. Call the, of Duty. Call of Duty. Yes. Yeah. They were all about that. Yeah, because, I mean, kids want to play video games where they shoot each other. <laughs> hey, JR, not, not to totally change the subject here, but I was also thinking this. You know, Madison Keys is, is half black. Yes. How significant would that be to have two black women, black American women, and we thought we'd never see that again with Serena and Venus because of the lack of access that so many minorities have to these ten- tennis country clubs. What a what a positive light that would shine on tennis. Yeah, yeah, I don't know because I think I think we've seen that. I think you just the, when you mentioned it, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, we've seen it with with Venus and Serena, and a big reason that we are looking at Coco Golf right now is because of of Venus and Serena. So, right, right. You know, not 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 all that 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 big of a of a deal if you ask me. Uh, I just know everybody in Queens, if if that is to be the final, they're going to enjoy it. I, I don't know what would be a bigger story. If she takes on Sabalenka or if she takes on Madison Keys. <laughs> because the people yeah. in, in New York are ruthless. Tennis is supposed to be a calm, easygoing, everybody relax and, and be courteous sport. But playing tennis in, in New York and Queens is a different animal. You heard Coco Golf. Thank the crowd. She thanked everybody there. People in New York let you know what's on their mind. They're not sitting on their hands like it's it's Wimbledon, man. Uh, I I would like to see a little bit. I'd like to see a villain. Like I particularly, I I could care less about uh, Madison Keys. Call me disrespectful. <laughs> what? I, no, I'm just she's, be- a, she's a U.S. Open finalist. I don't care. She she never won. Oh my God. Yeah, but I'm what I'm saying is I don't I don't care. Like, I don't care. I just want to see Coco Golf win. And for me, I think it would be a cool story if she beat Sabalenka. Where's Sabalenka from? Do you know? Uh, Eastern she, Europe somewhere? 
uh, I, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Belarus. Yes, She's from yes, Belarus. yes. Good call on that. It, but, but Jr. You know what's interesting though? I don't know if America embraced Serena. They admired uh, her. I don't know if they ever embraced her. They embraced Venus and Arthur Ashe more than they did Serena Williams. Well, they love themselves from Coco Golf. There is no controversy with Coco Golf. Yeah, I, well, I mean, if we got to go back 20-plus uh, years, I, I think the to, to, to see Venus and Serena out on the court kind of ruffled uh, quite a few people's feathers. I remember uh, one year, I forget which one, the, the beads and her hair burst, and they talked about decorum. And it, there were so many issues tinged in racism at that point in time that I think a lot of people weren't necessarily comfortable with them and or her. And I think as Serena got older, less, less so Venus, but as Serena got older, she embraced the fact of, okay, you don't have to like me. I'm still going to come out here and bust ass. And as she really got older into her career and became one of the most, if not the most accomplished female tennis player ever, I think people started to look at her and go, oh, here she's arrogant, and oh, she's a jackass, and here she is berating people. Here she is with her temper. And look, it's a stark contrast when you see someone grow over 25 years. And look, we're looking at 19-year-old Coco Golf. What 35 or 36, whatever year of Coco Golf looks like, I have no idea. Maybe she'll be too through with everybody and everything, or maybe she'll still be sitting around looking at like looking at anime. Uh, Marco Belletti, you, you you sit down and watch anime? No, never seen it. Not you my know thing. What it is, though, I'm right? aware of what it is. Not my thing. I like cartoons and whatnot, and I probably would like it if I watched it, but I never did. I never put it on. What the hell is the difference between a cartoon and anime? Nothing, right? Uh, no. Nah. One comes from Japan. It's a yeah, but it's a little bit different. It's a little bit the way it's done. Uh, I mean, like if you just, I mean, not just the graphics. I would imagine just something with, uh, I would think with the, the voicing and everything in the stories. Yeah, I think it's different. Now, again, I haven't sat down and watched anime, so maybe I'm talking out of my rear end. But I feel like it's different just glancing at it versus, say, The Simpsons. It's a totally different vibe. Listen, if Coco Golf wins the final. I'm going to reach out to get an interview with Coco Golf, and we're going to get the answer from her. Deal? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a good, good deal, Shep? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's None not a bigger star on the planet right now maybe in sports than Coco Golf. I'm serious. On earth? Well, well I mean, okay, Messi. Okay, Messi's Messi online is one. Pl- Messi That's is right. playing for Argentina tonight. But what are you talking about? But there's, I, I'm telling you guys. The charisma that Coco Golf has, she is what? probably the most one of the most marketable because there's nothing. She's like Mahomes with even a bigger personality. And Mahomes wasn't succeed. Now, granted, you can't play in the NFL as a teenager. Well, Shep, what are what? you saying right now? Just go ahead. No, just I'm, go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. There's never been someone this likable, this young. It doesn't hurt that she's also a beautiful human being inside and out. I, I, I don't think there's been a tennis player with this kind of star power. In my lifetime. You guys disagree? You mean potential? Potential. I mean right now. No, bro. No. I don't know. Serena, no, because JR, JR, Serena, I'm telling, ta- ta- there was. Serena at her peak was one of the most marketable athletes in the oh, country. Oh, I don't know about that. And she that. still is. Yes. I don't know about that, guys. Sir, uh, JR. Chef, can you name me one commercial you've seen Coco Golf in? Yeah, she's with the other athlete, and they're doing like the they're doing the exactly. exercises on the tennis court. Bur- oh, I know. You know what I'm talking I, I, about? No, I don't. 
Yes, she. You know she what I'm talking has about. a sponsorship with. This is what I know. Yes, Berea, the pasta company, and New Balance. I also know that they have intentionally, they being every person or who who handles her marketing, they have wanted to kind of keep that on the low. They're, they're not taking every dollar and every cent that's in front of them because they don't want to. They don't want to pimp her out like that. They wanted to have a, a, a life and, and make money, which she's probably making plenty of right now. She's been winning now for the past four years. She's only 19 years old, and she hasn't even, even like reached her peak. She's just kind of scratching the surface. So uh, there's, there's, there's a lot, man. I, I still think, in all honesty, in the sports world, yes. For people who keep up with sports, yes. And even the general public, people outside of sports, are finding out more and more about Coco Golf, But if we were to take a poll right now and just randomly walk up to people in the street all over the country, I think most people would still be able to say, oh, yeah, Serena. And some people go, Coco, who's that? You know, uh, she's on her way. Well, yeah, she I mean, has potential, but I don't think she's there. Well, so, I mean, JR, I mean, you said it. I mean, she was doing things at 15 years old. Now, she made a, a fourth round at Wimbledon at 15. She doesn't play Osaka, who was the best in the sport at the time at the U.S. Open in 2018 or 19. She would have advanced a lot further. So she, she's she been great now for yeah. four years. Yeah, but it's it's a bubbling up. It's it's You hear the name and go, oh, my God, who is she? I want to pay attention. And then over the years, it's like, oh, she's getting close. She's getting close. And so this year, tonight, she she finally makes a final here at the U.S. Open. And if she wins it, she's going to be everywhere. I mean, she's going to be in a lot of places for, for winning tonight and advancing. But there's, there's still more. I'm not going to say right now this moment she's the, the most marketable, uh, uh, you know, athlete on earth, man. But. She she has potential certainly here in the United States and and globally too, man. If she's 19, the the world is all oyster. If the, if that's what the hell they say, we'll see. Good for her. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Coco Golf. She picked up a W tonight, a big one. The defending Super Bowl champions, they are trying to pick up a W in Kansas City on NFL opening night, but they're also trying to hold on to the ball and not turn it over. We'll talk about this game. We're going to get into some other NFL players besides Joe Burrow that want to be paid. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I hate the Raiders. I hate the Los Angeles Raiders. I hate the Las Vegas Raiders. I hate the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> I hate the Oakland Raiders again. I hate Raider fan. I hate Darth Raider. I hate Dennis Raider, man. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Damn, that guy got a lot of hate for everybody. He got enough hate for, for the whole AFC West. I mean, damn. Kansas City Chiefs, they're doing it up right now. 17 to 14. The Chiefs lead Detroit. A little more than 12 minutes left here in the game. Kansas City 
pretty much moving the ball into the red zone or trying. They may have to settle for a field goal. Just trying to put some more points on the board to, uh, you know, keep keep the Lions at bay. We'll keep you up to date with the game as it continues on. Uh, here in the first hour of the show, we've talked about Joe Burrow and his massive contract, now the highest-paid player in NFL history. We talked about Coco Goff. Good for her. Coco Goff advancing to her first U.S. Open final, which will take place on Saturday morning. Hopefully she can walk away with the title. 19 years old and seemingly a a good human, not letting uh, the world and things get to her. And so good luck to Coco Goff. We got some more NFL stories as we continue on. (laughs) Jimmy Graham, he got arrested last month. Nothing bad happened. I'll update you there. I have no idea what's going on with Chandler Jones. We'll update you. Uh, Justin Jefferson wants to get paid. And then seemingly Odell Beckham Jr. is hurt or injured already. We'll talk about it, but let's talk to you first. 855-212-4CBS. We got Dan calling from Wisconsin. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Dan? Hey, JR. Thank you very much. I have a question I want to ask you in your opinion. With all these quarterbacks making $50 million plus, you know, there's that stat about teams winning the Super Bowl with your quarterback making that kind of percentage of the salary. Do you right. think eventually these teams like Cincinnati, Kansas City, and uh, that sign these big contracts that are quarterbacks are eventually going to end up like the Packers, where they got to roll over and start over again? I see I... some younger teams – well, I think it, 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 is, it is tough because uh, here's, here's a great example. You have a team like the 49ers right now. They got rid of Trey Lance. Right. They have Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback. He was the last dude selected in his draft class. He ain't getting paid nothing. And it allows the 49ers to fill up the roster and take on contracts of Christian McCaffrey and, you know, give, give Bosa – a gigantic deal. And so, yes, it's advantageous when you have a, a winning quarterback and you get to spread that money around to the rest of the roster. And so I, I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I see. A, now, look at this. Now, I, I could be wrong, but I see these teams that are coming up. Of course, you just mentioned number one, San Francisco. Number right. two, I see the Lions. They don't have a lot invested in their quarterback right now, and he's signed for a while. Uh, I look at in the, the Steelers and maybe even Jacksonville. Now, I don't know what Trey Lawrence is going to get when his contract comes up. And then you look at the Cowboys. There's no way the Cowboys are going to pay Dak Prescott that kind of money, is there? No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it, there'd be no reason for him to step up into the, the 50 million dollar range. Out of every quarterback that you just mentioned, Trevor Lawrence has the, the, the option and probably has the opportunity to be the next dude uh, to make the big money. I mean, when it's his uh-huh. time, is, is he going to move up to, I don't know, 56, uh, 58? He's poised and set up to have a big year with the talent around him. Now adding Calvin Ridley, he, he, he might be the next dude. But I'll tell you this, if you don't have a franchise quarterback, if you're not paying one, or you don't have and develop one that you can roll out there before you have to pay him, you ain't winning nothing. You know, I think the days of uh, we can get by just on our defense and a good running game, I, I, I think that's over. 
You can't just roll out a bald head quarterback who's 38 years old and pray for him not to turn the ball over. Yeah. That that ain't happening. Okay. I agree. Thank you very much, JR. Love your show, and I appreciate you, man. Have a good oh, night. Th- you too, Dan. Thank you for calling from Wisconsin. Yeah, man, things things have changed. I understand everybody talks about how much you have to pay the QB and and to what detriment it is to the team. And I'm just like, come, you, you got to have them, right? I mean, if, if we go back and, and, and good on Patrick Mahomes and he makes so much money, you know, what difference does it make for him? He can make up $10 million, $15 million, just an endorsement. So he's making forty five. If we had to say who's the most valuable, who should be paid the most at the quarterback position, it's Patrick Mahomes, okay? And as of right now, yeah, I'll count them with you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are eight guys, eight QBs getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Kyler Murray on an annual basis is getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes. Come on. Jalen Hurts is getting paid more than Mahomes. Okay, sure, he's great, but what does he want? Nothing. He just got beat by the guy. Lamar Jackson has an MVP, but who's more successful, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar? Justin Herbert, in the same division, who's getting paid more, but who's better? Let's come on now. Patrick Mahomes is, is more accomplished, has done more, and he's just about the same age out of every guy on this list here. But he's not running around begging for money. He's not running around saying, I need more, I need more. And so good on him. He also has a 10-year contract, but guess what? There's going to come a point in time where the Hunts are going to say, or he's going to say, or they will mutually say, okay, this is getting out of hand. I can't be the 15th highest paid quarterback in the game Of course, yes, I might have the longest length of a deal. But let's be real. We we, got to up me back. But I don't think he's worried about it right now. This guy's building himself a a hell of a resume as the best quarterback in the game right now. And as long as he continues to do that, the money is going to come on and off the field. And right now on the field... Kansas City puts up another field goal. They lead Detroit 20 to 14. About 11 minutes left here in the game. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break when we come back. I told you somebody wants to get paid. It's Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. We'll hear from him on the other side. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.